Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Did you know if we're defeated as individuals in life, it's because we're thinking wrong, believing wrong, and talking wrong? If as a group of people, a church, or a group of people, if we're defeated, it's because as a group we're thinking wrong. Mainly, most of us are thinking wrong, talking wrong, and believing wrong, and talking wrong. Amen. Now you see, here's here's the kind of thinking that people have had, and this is what's defeated. You see, well, yeah, but now, brother Hagin, that was Peter and John, and they were apostles, you know. And the apostles had that kind of power, you know. I mean, they just sort of carried it around with them in their pockets, you know, just when they wanted to turn it off or on. Well, now you see, if this had been like most people, then they had to pray. Now, Lord, you help Peter and John to keep on using the power that they've got, the gifts. Lord, those gifts that Peter and John's equipped with, may they just keep on operating. You know, they didn't pray that way. I said, did you notice they didn't pray that way? Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagen continues his teaching on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. Just turn and look there again to the fourth chapter, Luke about Jesus ministering in his own hometown. And, and he said uh, that to, to these people there, I know what you'll say to me. 23rd verse, you'll surely say unto me, this proverb, physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we've heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. Now notice, he said, verily I said, you're no prophet except in his own country. Then he talks about two prophets that they were well versed with because, see, this is in the synagogue and these were Jews. He talks about Elijah and Elisha. He talks about Elijah being sent, you know, in the days of Elijah the prophet, there were many widows in Israel. Many widows. But Elijah was sent unto none save to this city of Sarepta in Sidon. And there you remember a miracle. The, the, the gift of working a miracle was manifested through him. And the meal barrel just kept giving meal. And the oil crews just kept pouring out oil. Remember that? Now, what does that, what's Jesus tell us? He's telling us that though Elijah is a prophet, though he's anointed by the Spirit of God, though he could work a miracle, the working of miracles was manifested through him in that home, he just couldn't go into any widow's house and do that. Now, why couldn't he? It said he was sent unto none but this one. But this one. Now, look at the next one. Elisha the prophet. In the days of Elisha the prophet, there were many lepers in Israel. Many of them. Now, notice what Jesus said. And none of them were healed. Not one single one of them was healed. Save in Naaman the Syrian. Remember the story of Naaman the Syrian? Well, why was there just that one leper healed under his ministry? Because, see, he's anointed by the Spirit, and that's the only one the Spirit of God told him to do anything about. That is, if you're going to minister like this. You understand what I'm saying to you? I've been in services, you know, where, uh, like I've said many times, using different illustrations, that, uh, that there, were some, there were people there on stretchers. Now, sometimes in praying in the Spirit, two or three times through the years. The night before, or before I went to the service, as a praying the Spirit, I had a vision. Now, I, for instance, in one meeting, 
I, I saw a lady lying there, you know, in the vision. Now, in my room about uh, around 4 o'clock in the morning. And I knew it was this next night's service. And I saw this lady lying on that stretcher. And I saw myself say to her, now on this occasion, I went down there by her, never did touch her. But I went off the platform and stood down, like for instance, if she's lying on this bed here, see. And I, I, and I see, I'm seeing this at four o'clock in the morning, lying on the bed. And I said, uh, the Lord shows me that you've been bedfast over two years. Then I heard myself, I didn't hear what she said. I heard myself say, are you afraid to try to get up and walk? And then I heard her say, no. And I heard myself say, arise and walk in Jesus' name. I saw her get up and walk off well. Then I saw myself point to a lady. In fact, I'd done these other two first. I pointed to a lady that was sitting, oh, maybe five or six seats back from right here, you know, from the pulpit here, just about five or six pews, or rows of seats back, you see. And, and the reason I recognize her in the service seat is because that there at four o'clock in the morning, I saw her in her bed, setting up just... <sighs> and checking her heartbeat. And I knew that from 2 o'clock on till 6 o'clock every morning for the last three nights, she couldn't breathe lying down. She had to set up and then didn't breathe right and her heart didn't beat right. And so I saw myself say to her, Sister, you right there. And had her to stand up. And then I said to her for the last three nights, from 2 o'clock on in your room, you've not been able to lie down and sleep and breathe. You had to set up, you see. And then you still struggle for breath. And I saw in the vision her say, yeah, that's right, that's right. I said, the Lord told me to tell you you're healed. Then I pointed to another lady in the congregation, you see, in the vision, and I said, the Lord shows me that you have arthritis. Well, I see you couldn't tell because, you see, we had a, a, a much larger crowd than what's here today, hundreds more. And I'd never been there before, you know. Well, even you sitting back there, I wouldn't know some of you folks whether you had arthritis, whether you didn't. You're sitting in the seat back there. And I said, the Lord told me to tell you you were healed. Praise God. So I went out to the service that night. Now I know ahead of time what's going to happen. A, a lot of times, when I say a lot of times, I don't mean just happens every month or two, but I mean every once in a while it happened that way with me. Uh, and, and I'll say, uh, and, and that's the way the Spirit works sometimes. And, and I know ahead of time what's going to happen. Because I already saw it. If you'll read about Jesus here, and we read that yesterday, he said, whatever I see my father do, I do. Praise God. I can't of myself do nothing, he said. And we can't of ourselves do nothing. And so I went out to the service, and I preached my sermon, and incidentally I heard myself preaching, you see. So I knew what I was supposed to preach because I heard myself preaching the sermon. And so I, uh, I, I preached my sermon. And then when I finished my sermon, you see, I, I saw this lady. See, I recognized her. I'd never seen her before in my life. But because I'd seen her in the vision at 4 o'clock that morning, I pointed to her and said to her, you know, you've been sitting up in bed from 2 to 4 o'clock on breathing because you couldn't breathe otherwise, struggling for breath. She said, yeah, that's right. I said, the Lord told me to tell you. Never touched her. Then I pointed to the woman about the arthritis. She was healed. And incidentally, three weeks later, she's in one of my meetings and still healed. I mean, you know, body completely and then uh, uh, with a woman on the stretcher, I just did what I saw myself, and she walked off well, right there in front of everybody. Right in front of everybody. The only difference was that when I said to her, the Lord shows me you've been bedfast over two years, she said two years and seven months to be exact. 
That was the only difference. And she got up and walked off. Now, why don't you do that with everybody that's bedfast? Uh, now, ministering like that, unless the Spirit of God told you so, or is in it, you can't. Jesus said, I can't of myself do nothing. If it's just me doing it, it won't work. You know, that's why so many things don't work. <laughs> See, we have, we're zealous and we want to do it all right. I mean in this area, trying to minister here. So there is an area of ministry here. Thank God for it. Praise the Lord. And it will be manifested more or less according to how the church prays for these things or don't pray for them. If they don't know to pray for them and ask for them, they won't be manifested. If they do know to pray for them and ask for them and still don't, they won't be manifested. We, in, in the day prayer service, we read about that in that fourth chapter of Acts. I want to show you something here that, that'll help you. You remember in the third chapter of Acts, Peter and John were on the way into the temple, you know, and through the gate called Beautiful, and there sat a man crippled there, begging alms. And remember the man was healed, went into the temple, walking, leaping, praising God. Remember that Peter and John were taken into question by the Sanhedrin or the council and were commanded, threatened, and commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then in the fourth chapter of Acts, the 23rd verse, it says, And being let go, Peter and John, now being let go, they went into their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And they, the whole company of believers, lifted up their voice in prayer unto God and so on. It gives their, the, uh, the consensus of their prayer. And when you get down to the end of it, they prayed, Grant that thy servants shall be enabled to speak thy word with boldness by stretching forth thine hand to heal the sick and that signs and wonders may be wrought in the name of the Holy Child Jesus. They prayed these things would happen. Now let's stop and analyze that just a little bit and show you how our wrong thinking has defeated us. Did you know if we're defeated as individuals in life, it's because we're thinking wrong, believing wrong, and talking wrong. If as a group of people, a church, or a group of people, if we're defeated, it's because as a group we're thinking wrong. Mainly, most of us are, are thinking wrong, talking wrong, and believing wrong, and talking wrong. Amen. Now, you see, here's, here's the kind of thinking that people have had, and this is what's defeated them, you see. Well, yeah, but now, Brother Hagin, that was Peter and John, and they were apostles, you know. And the apostles had that kind of power, you know. I mean, they just sort of carried it around with them in their pockets, you know. Just when they wanted to, turned it off or on. Well, now you see, if this had been like most people, then they had to pray, now, Lord, you help Peter and John to keep on using the power that they've got, the gifts. Lord, those gifts that Peter and John's equipped with, may they just keep on operate. You notice they didn't pray that way? I said, did you notice they didn't pray that way? Because Peter and John couldn't operate them anyhow. Now, stop and think. They may be manifested through them, but Peter and John cannot operate them. That's where we get in trouble. We try to do it. I said, we tried to do it. Amen. Amen. No, you see, they prayed that the Lord would stretch forth his hand by healing the sick. And the signs and wonders will be wrought in the name of the Holy Child, Jesus. No, they didn't do those things. You think the apostles were above Jesus? He said, I can of myself do nothing. Didn't he? I said, didn't he? I said, didn't he? Well, the apostles then, they're not better than him or greater than him. The servant's not greater than master. They can of themselves do nothing. 
They have to depend upon the Holy Spirit. Praise God forevermore. Well, I could tell you if I had time about different manifestations of the Spirit in, in areas of healing and in some other areas. You see, because it's the same Spirit. There are diversities of operation, but it's the same Spirit. But you see, uh, those things, I can't manufacture them. I, I've, I've pushed every button, pulled every lever, <laughs> and set everything in the same place. Nothing happens. But then when the Spirit of God's in it, it, it happens. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so thank God for these things. Now, here's where we make a mistake again. Is that some people in the church, they think, well, now that's the only way that God does these things. No, that's just one way that He does. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have some things here. I, it will also change your it life. It will help you because yes. this, is, this, is, this is all about uh, finances, uh, obedience and finances, a little book by dad and how dad, how God taught me about prosperity. That's my father. And I, I was in the house whenever we didn't have anything. That's right. And then the biblical keys to financial prosperity. And then my book overflow living beyond above life's limits. <laughs> and all of these are just great, great tools. Actually, this is a $28.80 uh, value, but we're offering it for nineteen ninety-five. Yes. So you need to get a hold of these. These will help you. That's right. They'll help anybody. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.